Why he fighting fighting this? Why what 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 what, what is his goal? Welcome back to the Immigrant Section. I'm your host, Abbas Wahab. And in the studio today, we've got Vendad Kardar. Salam. Kardar. I was like, Carter earlier, he was like, Kardar. Yo, people say Kader all the time on stage. Like, by accident or Freudian slip, I don't know. But There's a, there, you know, um, the Kadri? No, there's a Kadri in the NHL. Oh, yeah, Not, I wish. Yeah, Kadri. No, they call me Kader, the, the, the terrorist guy. Aaron Cater, that's another comedian. Kader just sounds violent, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. like I would have to, set, if I was working TSA, I'd set you aside. I, would, I wouldn't be, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be 100% sure that you're a terrorist, but I don't know Is about that. Kader, I don't know Kader, about that. The yeah. sounds like you're just getting your head cut off. You have a look off. of anger and malice in your eyes. Got a bad feeling. Public about execution. This guy. But yeah, man, welcome to the immigrant section, bro. Thank you. you. Got, Merci, Aziz. You are a crazy fucking dude out here <laughs> in the scene, bro. <laughs> ben Dan Carter. One of the yeah, guys maybe. who's a, you're like a you're like a kind of a staple here in the Toronto comedy scene, huh? I guess. You've been in the scene how how many years now? Seven? Seven, seven years? Eight, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, did you grow up in Toronto? Where'd you come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came here when I was like two years old, maybe even like a year and a half. And I've been in the city my whole from life. From Iran straight to Toronto, huh? Yeah, I think uh, for like six months we were in transit in Turkey. But I mean, I was a baby. For six months? Yeah. Like, in transit? Like you guys were riding like the railways? Like you just. No, like, like you gotta like fill out paperwork or something. I don't know. I was a baby. Like I was literally a baby. Like we left Iran and then like there's like some waiting period before you get the final. So you probably don't remember Iran is. then, huh? Uh, no. Only Did you ever go back? Yeah, yeah. I went back once when I was five and once when I was 16. Okay, I did That's kind it. of a similar thing. So yeah, so then you totally get. Do you, do you have memories from the five or just for the 16? Yeah, I have some memories of the five, mostly just like playing with like local kids. Kids, and stuff. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't like compare the eleven year difference in your head. No, you, you no. weren't really aware at five. No, but at sixteen, like you grew up, so pretty much till two out of here, and then from two years old to sixteen, you're like a Toronto kid, and then you go back. Do you remember what was like? It was like crazy. What, what was, was there any internet you could get access to? Shitty internet. Like yeah. you had to wait you like cafes, ten right? minutes. Cafes or at home, but it was like dial up, like garbage. Um, and everyone there, like even grandmas, know how to use proxies. Proxies. Oh, VPNs. Yeah, oh, everyone. Everything is blocked. Everything's huh? blocked. So grandma even is like, oh, load the VPN. Load VPN to go. <laughs> yeah, to use like Gmail or whatever. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they're like, grandma, Canada's not working. She's like, try Ireland. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She knew. <laughs> just, she just knows. Yeah, go through. Yeah, just go through the European Union. You'll you'll get one of those countries to work. It's crazy. My dad has a, a magazine he makes here in Toronto. He ma- he's an editor of it, or like it's his it's his magazine, and yeah, he's the main editor. Okay, um, but it's all Farsi based, and most of the readers are in Iran. But when you look at like the what is it called analytics, yeah. it all is like Germany, Norway, Australia, because oh, all because nobody's in Iran. Oh, it's oh, all VPN. Oh no, but I feel like Iranis, uh, Iranian people. They want. They did like a mass migration, right? That too. We are. We are everywhere, brother. Yeah, man. Everywhere every you go, there's level. kebab ready. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. same kebab and the same guy behind the counter with the super lined up beard. <laughs> it's his cousin. I mean? Yeah. No, that's some real shit, actually. Um. Well, like, like my dad's thing. What's your it's, name? It's, it's all. It's all. It's mostly people from Iran, but using proxies. 
uh, because it's blocked. Like, yeah, his, oh, okay, his website okay, okay. is specifically like. I thought you guys were just everywhere in the world. Yeah, you're right. Well, there's like an article from like the official like Islamic Republic being like, this magazine is haram. <laughs> like, they don't like it. But uh, Saudi, anything popular for Saudi, uh, people to read in Saudi, would the same thing analytics wise would pop up, right? A bunch of those Gulf countries, they have the same kind of. Uh, VPN requirements, right? Everything yeah. is firewalled. Everything, even Dubai. Dubai is like Dubai. Pretty liberal. Even I didn't even know that. Yeah, Dubai. I remember. Do you really? Yeah, you remember Maddox, uh, the best page on the internet or whatever it was called? No, not at all. It's just some cranky guy who wrote a hilarious like website back in the day. It's, I think it's still up. But uh, anyways, I remember trying to go look at that on uh, in Dubai, and it was blocked. They're like, sorry, ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> it's yeah, it's <laughs> Doha time. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you, sh- yeah. you should you should be praying. You should be at the Namaz. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Your uh, Sudan is Muslim, Muslim, right? The, uh, North Sudan. North like Sudan. Oh, much South Sudan Sunni is Christian. Muslim, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like Christian, and there's like a variety of things. You have options in South Sudan, from what I understand. Oh, uh, North Sudan, no option. Well, the problem is the whole country was Sharia law. That's I feel like, for the most part, that was kind of the issue to subject all these non-Muslim people to Islamic law. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to drink in like the underground, oh my god, in like back alleys and stuff like that, and oh you're not even god. Muslim. That would be the worst, uh, right? I mean, I can't even, I can't even imagine because obviously I was growing up in Canada, but that'd be the fucking worst. Yeah, that would suck. There are, so I know in Iran, there's a large Christian population. They're allowed to drink. They have like their own special like licensed places where they can drink and whatever. But the country is officially dry. Yeah, countries that have big fractions of multiple religions that can like Egypt, lot of Christians, right? Lots. Yeah, so the it works there, but. Sudan and North Sudan specifically, it's like all Sunni Muslim. Uh, it's not okay. even just like multiple kinds of Muslims. Oh, it's not all... even Shia Muslim. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. It's all one thing. So oh. it's like bar. What do you mean bar? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's a mosque over there, right? <laughs> I don't want to hear bar again. Wow. But yeah, same thing. I kind of I went back when I was like, uh, I went back. I came when I was six. I went back when I was ten. I went back when I was fifteen. And uh, yeah, I remember I used to go back to the villages and like when I was ten. I to- fully took in the village life, and when I was 15, I came back, and I remember they're putting up a cell phone tower oh. in the a village. So like, reception's gonna be great now. They're gonna be able to have internet and all this kind of stuff. It's like a village of 2,000 mud huts. Wow. And all that stuff. Yeah. No, even in Iran, I'm from I'm from Tehran, so all my family. That's the like, capital, right? Yeah, it's like big city. Know. You know, <laughs> like I don't know nothing about that village life. Yeah, oh, you, and you never even trekked outside the city? None of your I, extended I family? Some of my extended family is in this one You've never shit in a hole, bro? Uh, Are you better than that? I've done the, the, it's all like, it's those squat potties, right? Yeah, oh, that's more natural for the body too, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good, yeah. But not like a hole in the ground or whatever. Like. You've never shit in a hole, like in a hole in the ground? Like in the dirt? N- no, not in the dirt, like oh. a deep hole dug. No. To like, uh, you know, like, you know what I mean, like in lieu of like actual sewage system. <laughs> no, no, just I a haven't. deep no. hole. No, no, no even even my family in the villages, they got you know, they got the squat in, one. In Sudan, in the villages, we would just have like a uh, a perimeter of brick, <laughs> brick and mud. We'd build a a, a wall just about head height, <laughs> and it would just be a square perimeter you walk into, and there's just a hole in the middle. And like, there's always cockroaches coming out of it. Oh my god! At uh. night, you gotta bring a light and like, and you do this <laughs> oh so they no. move, so they don't. So when you squat over it, they don't come out under. You gotta make oh. some. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, man, it's a. Th- no, and man. then you just—I mean—you get used to it pretty quick, right? Yeah. You just kind of take your dump. 
bro, when you do a deep squat, it just comes out quickly. Yeah, it's, it's the proper actual natural way you can tell you they know? sell those expensive like toilet things now that like that lift your you ankles yeah. kind of thing yeah but then it just kind of makes your that whole section even more cramped you know you already yeah. got the toilet bowl cleaner i know it's too you much got that you got the little uh round garbage bin i want to see don't like need a, more things there. an immigrant's take on it they're like look at this this is ours no, the the immigrants are gonna have a real opinion on the uh, bidet. You gotta have. Have you? Do you have a bidet at your place? Did you Persians, grow up? Persians use bidets. There's always been a bidet in my house. I never use it. You never. So yeah, for I sure, just, for sure. They, I know they do, but they use for like sure the, you didn't use it here. Bro. Like I you don't just, know. You were gaming hard, and you would go to the bathroom and just wipe with two ply and just be back just gaming. You know <laughs> what I mean? You're like the. <laughs> And then and then your dad your mom would be like, "Did you wash your ass?" And you're like, "Yes," and you're just playing Halo too. I learned a trick a long time ago. If you ever have to take a shit and you, if you just chug like a shit ton of water, like chug like two glasses of water, comes out clean, baby. You wipe, but there's nothing there. What? Yeah. But let's say you, you want wipe, to take a like, shit right now. I would just chug some water and immediately go to the bathroom. And then it comes out clean. How does it affect your system? I still system wipe that just quickly? in case. Yeah, of course you got to but... wipe either way, but how does it possibly affect your system that quickly? I don't know, but it works, man. Try so you, it. It's so you cool. drink the water, run up to the bathroom, and it's a clean shit. It's clean shit. That that doesn't make sense, bro. Bro, try it. That... <laughs> All things are possible under Allah. Under God, friend. yeah. Oh, God is great. Yeah. <laughs> Were your parents religious? No, no, no. My parents are atheists. They're Marxist. Marxist. God damn. Yeah, we okay. Love that shit. My mom's pretty spiritual these days, and she's drifting in and out more into Islam. Like she's like connecting with her like Islamic roots or whatever. As you have to into deeper into your age. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you become enlightened, brother. But. Uh, no, no, my parents are no. My my dad's side of the family is still like because they're divorced. My dad and my stepmom are like this shit's stupid. What are you? Okay, about? so you're you're pretty much playing like um you're like, even though you were born there, you're not even first generation. You're almost acting like first or second generation at this point, right? Like yeah. Are you uh is your mom forcing you to try to find a wife under the old system or no? Get... But she tells me like whenever I have I girlfriend troubles, she's like, why don't we just go to village? We find you girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they're pushing for that a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Not my dad, but my mom is always like, yeah, we can just find you like a hot girl like that, you know. I'm like, like that's actually yeah. Now that the older I get, I'm like, I know. One we day look I down. We look down on that system, but we also. All of us are using Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble, which is exactly yeah, the app version of what the like the old archaic system is. It's just the app version of it, right? Plus, this system, it's like you're either gonna maybe fuck, or if you're lucky, you might like turn it into a relationship. That system is like you have like a woman who's gonna like do your cooking, cleaning, like obe like obedient. Well, I mean. It <laughs> You can even find no, no, no. In the new age, there's modern women in those in those like uh, rosters. It's still modern women. It's not old, unless you're talking about like someone from Irani villages who's actually just trying to link up for a Canadian passport. <laughs> no, but a lot of them, even not thought, just not just Middle East, like even in Russia and stuff. A lot of if you go to like rural places, a lot of them still think and believe like that. They've been raised like you have to serve your husband and. Okay, but they're also like. <laughs> pushing education though like i see that True. everywhere in the world so True. they could be a doctor but have a like a high uh like a high threshold of like what their responsibilities are as a wife in a traditional home but still be a doctor outside Which is even so better. that's the new age thing that's you, even better you're saying that's how it is in like a lot of these countries yeah hmm. yeah do you, have you do you 
did you notice this like personally in Russia? Or you just kind of heard this. Uh, I know I you travel a lot. No, I haven't been to Russia, but I know a lot of Russians here even who are just like like their grandmas like taught them how to cook and clean and sew and taught them like this is your Women. responsibility. Women, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh. I feel like I mean whatever. Like I, I mostly date like North Americans or whatever. But I, <laughs> I love how you looked into the camera for that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, uh, no, I think, I think but, you're saying I'll take what I can get. I mean, I like a Canadian girl. I mean. But I mean, like most, yeah. I don't think that's like that stuff's really passed down in this culture. Like a lot of girls, I know a lot of girls who have no idea how to cook or clean, like straight up, and that's okay. You're busy getting your university degree. You don't have to like be the one who cooks and cleans. I love cooking and cleaning. I'll do it, but. I feel like in these uh, more like traditional cultures, ev everybody is almost taught. Everybody has a general idea of how to, uh, for the most part, cook. I mean, cleaning, that's just instilled in you as a result of chores and discipline mm. coming up. Everybody True. should be able to clean, True. you know? It's yeah. just like you don't need to learn how to clean, okay? Yeah. Just clean your space, right? Especially with like a but the cooking, the cooking stuff, I know my mom tells me how to make stuff she tries to push recipes on me mm -hmm. and not just me but my uh, like not just my sisters but me too mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so i think in these it's not cultures it's not a gender thing yeah, that's yeah. Beautiful. That's it's beautiful. not a gender thing but yeah. also like in this new age of thing it's like very empowered to be like um i'm not gonna do any of those like these old style uh marriage or gender sorry roles. the old gender roles i'm i'm not gonna do any of that stuff because i'm empowered i'm a, like a modern woman i'm gonna work but somebody has to do those things. So you just collaborate or the, the guy does it. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know how. Can't not get done. Exactly. Yeah. But Unless I don't. you're rich, you hire someone, I guess. But but obviously, I don't think it's your job, though. No, of course not. No, no. I feel like if you think that you're fucked in this. Like, no. fucked in the sense that you're going to. <laughs> you're you're going to hit a wall. You're going to hit a wall. Yeah. You're just going to be like that dude was like. she, And then she didn't clean. <laughs> and then you yeah. look at everybody and they're like, yeah. And they're like, what do you, what do you mean? I'm not going to clean it. They're like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. You're just gonna be a social pariah sooner or later oh, if you I, legitimately believe that at this point. I came home, there was no food. I starved to death. Yeah, like, exactly. What? Like I thought she was a good woman. Yeah. No, no, no. That's all gone. Steve, you're even an in Iran. <laughs> yeah. Even in Iran, like the women are um, a lot of times more educated than the men. Like I think that's generally. Is that a new statistic that I may have recently heard that the average woman in like, I don't know about North America, but in. Uh, Sorry, in Iran, but in North America, I think the average woman is actually more educated. Probably. I mean... I believe it. Wouldn't yeah. you believe that statistic? Man, women are smart. Like, women are smart. And also, like... Uh, uh, this is just... Kind of, you're, we're just trying to get points right now. It's so hard. <laughs> women are smart. Oh, women, man, women are I smart. Mean, I mean, I'm going to plug your Instagram stuff. and. Uh, if you've ever, like, gone out with... I mean, when you go out with women, you can tell they're, they're, they're smart. Like, even just... Even shit that you would, like talk shit about i wouldn't talk shit about women but like oh that's for points or whatever but like even if you were gonna talk shit if you break down what someone some like male male rights guy is talking shit about women for it's all like because they're smart it's like they're cunning and they're manipulative and they're they you know they're like that's all smart shit you can't do that shit unless you have brains when, when people say women aren't funny how do you respond to that like you run I mean, shows. You've been running shows for years. Yeah, when come to shows. You have in your Toronto, friends who how come. Is it not like they're hilarious. Yeah, like well, what do you say? Like uh, besides that, like specifically, because I have friends. I run a show, mm -hmm. and some people will come up to me after, like, "Man, that girl wasn't like my 
So my friends would tell me that he was sick, but that one girl wasn't funny. But she wasn't like, funny or was all, funny. That doesn't mean women. In this case right? specifically, she just happened to be the only female on the lineup. Okay. So now you're generalizing all women because you didn't like that girl's specific act. You know? Yeah. I've heard so women, like, women aren't, aren't funny. funny bro. It's from like, bro, that's the one act ever. you didn't like. And it was not your brand of comedy. You know what I mean? Totally. You can't be like, yeah, I mean, I saw I saw some chick seven minutes the other day and I didn't like it. So, I mean, it's women aren't funny, you know, like yeah. you can't think like that shit. And a lot of people do. That's a fucked up thing. People say it across the board. Like, do you book people actually have this mindset? It shocks me. Like, I don't know. Like when did a that... lot of people. No, I can't say a I lot of people, but so. some people say it so conclusively. Like they're like, mm. dude, like women aren't funny. You know what? Wow. I'm like, how do you just think that across the board? But then if you're in the comedy scene and you see lady killers all the time, yeah, it's that's hard to thing. just be like, how do you think that, though? Like, I, I don't even really. I just try to book the funniest acts I can get on week to week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll go out of my way to try to balance. Not balance. I can't always get 50-50 or whatever. But some weeks it'll be like mostly women. Some weeks there'll be two women. Some weeks, you know, almost half-half. But yeah, if they're funny, they can get on my show. Like I don't really care. Is what I mean? it is, right? And a lot of times, to be so honest, what do you think, then the real question is, how do you feel about the JFL agenda these days? The like, you know what I'm talking about? Like if you look at who made uh, a festival, uh, the roster of people who made it through. Yeah. There's always a pair of people representing every group. It's like how. How did they it's like tokenism. get to this? How did they get to this? Prioritizing merit. Yeah. It just looks like this is a clear, like, this looks like a Crayola fucking box set. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it. I mean, fuck, at the other, at the other end of the spectrum, if, if they want to call me up and be like, hey, we need an Keep Iranian going. for the sake of multiculturalism, I'm not going to say no. Right, like I'll do your like token Iranian Middle Eastern spot. I'm sure you would do like. Dude, I live off of those shows, yeah, man. I love them, man. Sometimes people just hit me up out of the blue. They're like, "Hey, this we just had a dropout." <laughs> Can... Like, I need a darkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just <laughs> had a dropout. Can you? Are you available? So and so or when when? I know that there are other fucking the Asian dude or the black dude or wow. somebody. There's you know what I mean. <laughs> I did a show in Montreal that me and Amish were supposed to do, and then Amish Patel. Amish Patel, and then he couldn't do it. Uh, uh, unfortunately, his father is having some health problems still, yeah, and at the time, these were just starting. Uh, but uh, so he couldn't come to Montreal, and then they not only switch, like they found a replacement for him on the show, but like his name is Amish Patel, and then the other guy was like another Patel. Oh, like, that's hilarious! <laughs> they we need a, another they, Patel. They asked for a specific pool of people. <laughs> yeah. We need another brown person, not not just brown Patel. Yeah, we need a Patel because that's a cast, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, yeah, I'm sure we talked about that whole thing. Yeah, too. yeah. So they like literally, they're like, oh, we can't get an untouchable. Like, we need a Patel. That's <laughs> <laughs> they don't actually ever use that kind of lingo here in like Montreal. Though. No, 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 no. That'd that guy's, funny, you know, that guy. Yeah, imagine. I, yeah, I just started my Miguel M Miguel Psych One Hundred One uh, class, and we got a couple untouchables in the class. It's kind of weird. Well, I mean, that's interesting you say that because, like, yeah, they won't use that terminology. But then, like, f and it's slowly starting to change. But f I've been in the restaurant industry for like thirteen years, right? Uh, and for years and years and years, and still more or less, if you go to any big kitchen in K Toronto, the dish pit is like Sri Lankans and Indians and whatever. Yeah. So, like, there still is like a sort of untouchable. 
You know what I mean? They don't they don't put them on the line as much. Like they do. But they're fobs but... though. They're always fobs. They're, they're fobs. always fresh. So here's the thing. True. When you come fresh to a first world country, yeah, that minimum wage is a terrific amount of money. Yeah. Okay. So plus you don't need that, English during that transitionary period. Yeah. It's hard to sell yourself uh, in the workforce to begin with. True. So you only get your pick at like low level jobs. Yeah. And the minimum wage is like you're coming from something way you're coming to fifteen Canadian dollars or fourteen Canadian dollars an hour. Yeah. It's fucking it's if you you because you're in the mindset of converting it back to whatever your currency yeah, especially is. Especially you're probably sending it back. Yeah, exactly. You're probably you're like, like you're here, your yeah. family's still over there. But people here have the mindset that they gotta do better, right? Or mm-hmm. I'll I'll do that job when I'm in the mindset in Canada and in the States from what I see is when you're a uh, mid-teenager, like 15, you got to do your fast food job. Mm-hmm. You get your fast food job out of the way where you get uh, exposed to like the minimum wage. You get into the workforce. You get your first job for your resume. All that stuff happens when you're like 15, 16, right? Yeah. But those people, they come here and they're like, they're in the same, <laughs> they're at that level, right? They're just yeah. like fresh in the country. They're going to take those jobs. It's not totally. going to be Becky back there when becky knows she can get tipped up the wazoo if she just is bartending or waiting puts on some lipstick and she's looking good too yeah 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 that's true but still i mean like what have you noticed change really big in the 13 years of being in the restaurant or service industry specifically i guess um a lot more like openly gay people the service industry People in the service industry had to hide gayness. I don't know if they had People to in the hide. Service industry? I mean, like early two thousands when I was starting, like I just don't think there were as many openly gay people. Hmm. I think now it's. Are you like, talking about bartenders as well? Bartenders, servers, ma- management. Now there's like... always like one or two gay managers like anywhere I go. I never used to see that. I'm not saying they were like kept out of it. Yeah. But maybe they felt like uh for I just need to keep my private and work life separate. Right. Which is the case. But now it's yeah. just like open and like how you doing baby? Like uh, so when you out. got into the service industry, gayness was how it is right now in sports. Yeah. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? You know? So exactly. sports needs like thirteen more years to or whatever it is, right? I, I think I even remember like one of my first uh jobs, like the manager, like we became very friendly and like good terms and he with me he'd be like, Oh, like he was gay and he'd be like, Oh, but then like <laughs> Oh, suck your dick. But then he <laughs> You're was like, like ah, Steve. But then he told me like specifically like around patrons and whatever, like just don't do any of that. Don't like don't oh, help me keep this on the DL. Yeah, like he was, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He felt like, he needed to be closeted to like remain professional. It's just like the whatever. military, same kind of vibe. It's like uh don't ask, don't tell kind of don't, thing. Don't it was right? don't ask, don't tell back yeah, then. Yeah, I know? think that's changed. Now it's like embraced, right? Yeah, oh, it has to. Yeah, you can't right now you look like uh you look backwards. You look like you're burning witches if you're you're going to end up like Chick-fil-A if you t- you know what yeah. I mean? Like, by the way, have you had Chick-fil-A? No, Chick-fil-A I've never just, had it in America or Canada. Chick-fil-A just opened up a location in Toronto. Mm. I've been waiting for this for so long. But apparently there's constant protest, and it's just hot. It's like been open a couple weeks. It's too hot. I know if I go, it's going to be a massive lineup. But, bro, Chick-fil-A? Is it good? You know, it's you know, fried people, chicken, though. I know, I know, you, I know. Yeah. I get it, you know? It's how can you hype something up? I don't know what it is about Chick-fil-A. Hmm. It's just, I used to work in the States, man. I, yeah. Anytime I went to the South, bro, lived off of it, wow. man. I don't know. I have a theory that maybe they keep their chicken 
in water for a while. I don't know what it is, but it's so moist. I don't know if they steam. I don't know what they do. Wow. But you're biting through like their number one and number three uh, combos, dude. You bite through that chicken sandwich and you, it's just like butter. Just your teeth flowing through that. Wow. Breast chicken meats. Oh, they and then deliver? they have the waffle fries. And they deliver? No, they Order. don't deliver, no. And they have the most expeditious system when you show up, too. As soon as you order, they got the thing ready for you. And it's fresh and it's hot. Wow. And they have amazing sauces, bro. But they're not open on Sundays. That's really it. And they hate gay people. Because of religion. They hate gay people. Yeah. They're not open on Sundays. They don't fuck with the gays. But the sandwich is unbelievable. And you have to... You have to decide for yourself. That's what it comes down to, right? I mean, yeah, that's... I, I don't know why a, a chicken franchise has any business even voicing, like, their religious opinions. It's weird. I feel like they it's didn't... such an American concept. Yeah, right? Like, t- like I don't know, like, what Canadian... Are there any Canadian companies that, like, have a religious stance, period? Uh, Especially for chicken. I mean, let's let's here's the thing. Let's go find every business that's closed on Sunday mm. <laughs> and ask them how they feel about gay people. Right. I, I feel like Chick-fil-A was approached and interviewed hard before right. this was outed. They wouldn't just do a press release or tweet out well, think, hey, it's Sunday. You I know? think what I heard is they Got donate money Steve. to anti-gay causes. That's why people are pissed. It's one, not just like, one of the one of the owners of it does. Yeah. The company doesn't have any kind there of policy. It was gay right. activists fucking exactly. dragged it down along with the guy who uh it was the same time as they got the guy from Mozilla and What's Mozilla? Mozilla. Oh, Firefox. Mozilla. oh yeah, yeah. Firefox. Right, 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 right. They got went after a bunch of guys cuz they donated to uh California's uh anti-prop 8 uh, thing which was the gay marriage thing, and they won because not because of them, just because blacks and Mexicans hate gays much more than people who work at yeah, Chick Fil A. So <sighs> then afterwards, gay <laughs> activists that's true. still kind of a them. thing, yeah, yeah. Huh. The the there's like gay people who work at Chick Fil A, and they're closed on Sundays, but they also like if you're Muslim, you never ever would have to work Friday. If you're Jewish, you never have to work Saturday. Like they just yeah, like really? they're just yeah they're just like they're uh, laser about focusing religion on kind of this thing. one Abrahamic religions or anything like if you're Hindu you get no you know, I'm pretty sure that, that. that if you are like a practicing religious person they just like will bend over backwards to wow. you in the same way that like other people bend over backwards for like what's what's with that too you mentioned that the you're saying the black and Latino community. Uh, Pretty much being like anti-gay. You can't say that across the board. But do you think it's like there's still a lot of homophobia? In... You think it's religion? You think it's religion? Yeah. Or do you think it's like a strug something about a struggling socioeconomic class has mm. just there's something about uh, I don't know. I don't know I what it is, but I think it's like for like let's say Jamaica and Caribbeans. I th- like that's like religious. I think. It's a religion Same issue. Same thing in Africa. I, I believe so, yeah. In Uganda, it's no different. I mean, you... Sudan, absolutely. It's just like it's hard Islam. So yeah. there's, is there, it's obviously that's the case. But that's look a... at all those countries. But I'm you... talking about like, I thought you were talking about the black and Latino community in the United States. In California, yeah, no, okay, literally. In California. They, so I'm talking one... about that community. Yeah, Is yeah. it the poorness? Mm. Is it that religion is usually tied? Because when you have poor people, when you have like a poor community... Religion is usually big because people need something to tie faith to, of course, right? Yeah. There's always churches, there's always mosques, wherever there's sort of poverty and struggle, mm-hmm. right? Because people need to know that and cults. This cults is a test. Yeah, this is a test. There's stuff past this. 
this is just the now. You know what I mean? You got to look past this struggle, right? So does that anti-gayness get introduced from religion or? Someone told me recently um, that, okay, so I was telling Mish about this part of it. I, I knew this, but someone linked that into like why like the black community doesn't necessarily always like gay people. And so during slave days, um, there was a practice where the white owner or overseer would like take like the biggest like slave or maybe one who was like about to revolt or whatever, like, you know, or that they would call uppity or whatever. And they would literally, the white guy would rape him in front of his whole family and all the other slaves as a way to like break his spirit and deter them from like, how does that happen? They tie this motherfucker down and like, I guess, or just put guns to his face and be like, you move your dead over, but they'd be like, it's, it's like a deep, it's like a deeply hidden part of like white, that Christian, sounds like a super white super Christian, gay master. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's like it's like white southern Bring homosexuality that slave, that too. Slave, yeah, that slave's not been working. Bring me that slave. <laughs> it's a lot of things. It's like the white guy being gay and like yeah. this is how he chooses just to exercise it. it. That. But it's also like I'm gonna break your spirits. Yo, I'm gonna show you like yeah, you don't, don't fuck yourself, around. Man. And this guy's broken and he's just like a slave. Like you'd now. literally rather die. But you some, know what I mean? Than yeah. to just be publicly raped. For sure. You'd rather die. And your kids are watching. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, you're like, exactly. if I step out of line, that's going to happen to me too. I better listen to Master, whatever. So I knew about that. I was telling Amish, and it's gruesome, and it's very hidden, but people like know it now. It's like recorded in history. But the point is someone... No. A black no, guy... No, 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 no. This doesn't sound right The, the no, gay no. thing is like... This it, is real. This no, is no, real. no, 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 no. The gay thing is not real. Um, what gay thing? What do you mean? The raping of slaves, that's... It's not real. Okay, I, they absolutely real. used to take the, big, <laughs> the biggest black guy. They absolutely would take the alpha, and they would... Uh, for the most part, they would flay him alive and do, like, tar and feathering stuff. The gay thing is very similar to, like, the... Uh, uh, giving like aboriginals blankets with smallpox like there is a one or two references but they're not like historical recordings of it hmm. there it just like absolutely that is your what you're talking about in principle is a real thing because they would take the biggest black guy and this is like and um, kill him? It's part of the Willie Lynch papers. Uh, so if you look it up, papers. They, God damn, how they, many were there? Uh, base like uh, a lot of slavery on like horse breaking in general, like yeah. animal uh, breaking yeah. stuff. So a lot of it, you just like take the um, ba- less. Most often, it's like the leader of the family more than anything. Yeah. It's like about uh, sort of you. Uh, in the eyes of like the black women, you're trying to make the black men look sort of just ineffective and unable to sort of protect the family. So okay. you sort of it's then like disassociate. Yeah, yeah it's, it's about breaking it's their families breaking. more yeah. than anything. I think they would rape them a lot of times. No, uh, no, no. no. Uh, Again, like. <laughs> anyways, Yo, a black person told me like that's. Watching? that's <laughs> no, a, a black a black comic actually told me like that's. I'm he, pretty he, sure they raped them. He so. referenced that. And that, like I had read it before, but he referenced that, and he said that's why a lot of his community or him growing up like has been like anti-gay because it's like somehow that, linking that's so to far that, back, which bro. That's fun. hundreds of years. First, like, yeah, it just doesn't make us, any sense. Yeah, just on, on the us, surface, you know think about is? like why you know would blacks is? be so homophobic already? That well, that's like religion, because you well, know, no, it's is? just like. I feel like people it seems weak. are not tolerant generally, and then there's one group of people who are like moving in 
towards like an idea of tolerance. But you look at like, um, think of the places you think of as homophobic and stuff like that. They're also Yo, racist. I grew up in a shitty neighborhood. And, and I grew like, up in a shitty neighborhood that was homophobic. Where? Okay. In Toronto? In, in London, Ontario. Oh, London, yeah. But also, it's just like, generally speaking, you know like... It's just, it's just the roles. It's like... Yeah, it's... The lowest uh, manly guy is a sissy. And lower than the sissy is the gay guy. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's right. just like, you're, you're it's, a pussy. You're like... It's just like seen as the bottom of the totem pole Homopho- of manliness. Yeah, homophobia really has so is. much more to do with like a hatred of women and stuff like that as Even a that, yeah. as a cultural thing about, of homosexuals being uh I don't like the stereotypically soft or weaker and stuff like that. But it's also just like throughout history, there's just different cultural things. So there's a time where like gays it me- didn't mean anything. Certain parts of the world, like like Roman, yeah, Roman, Roman and Greeks, and, Roman and Greeks and they're Egyptians, gay and they were pedophiles. I, bro, no, I, I've, about I've that. seen that artwork. I've seen those sculptures. T- you know what I mean? Twelve-year-olds. Yes, yeah, so you would call time? them like very sexually progressive or yeah. uh, liberal. I've seen some sculptures, man. It looks like they spent days on the scrotum. The scrotum was like Jesus. How are you getting that? They're phallic obsessed. Absolutely, they're phallic obsessed. To this day, we love Rome and Greece, and everything's all Roman. But it all got. They're fucking twelve-year-olds all day, bro. They're fucking twelve-year-old boys all day. Certainly in like certain generations, but you see it like go as it gets gayer and more pedophile. It's weird how that does happen, right? They crack down and then they go super hard right because of Christianity. Uh, No, it's not like specific to any one thing. Like it's just like um, you look at some any kind of population that's smaller. Look, they took away the twelve-year-old. Pedophile sex, the whole thing collapsed. Yeah, the, the whole yeah, Roman, it's actually the gay law. pedophilia stuff that is the collapse, and the uncollapsing is like the reversion to like super fucking hard orthodoxy, and then it slowly gives back away and reverts back to like the gay super abs- like Caligula versus like Aristotle type era of like. They were definitely, like, still pedophilia, but it was definitely also looked at as being, like, a low thing. And then it comes back into, like, oh, no, it's very enlightened and shit oh, like that. Oh, yeah, but it's it happens scholarly. everywhere in the world. Romans and Greeks uh, had the advantage of, like, writing shit down, whereas many cultures just didn't have the means to, like, have their recorded history from 1,500 years ago even last 100 years. So they uh, okay. have the big they advantage the of trail, like, yeah. recording how gay everything was, <laughs> yeah. and then how ungay it got. So and you it saw the yeah, you, you saw the cycle of it. Yeah, it was they're all just on like paper. a gr- good case study because they have the evidence. But it's like literally and happens you can only, everywhere. Yeah, and you can yeah only imagine every other culture follows the same type of cycle. You know. Well, yeah, like <laughs> they, it's like not specific to Christian. Like there's loads of gay stuff to do with like the Bachabazi in Afghanistan and like oh, yeah, yeah, Iran yeah, yeah, yeah. has the, crazy amounts of guys oh, who like. Yeah. Get uh, what would you call top and bottom surgery, like gender reassignment yeah, surgery, to okay. avoid the gay yeah, death yeah, penalty. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's, okay, okay, okay. so get this. this. This is so fucking weird. So in Iran, this is the policy. They're like, if you're gay, okay, oh, that you you're just you're just tra- you're just trans. Like you're just trans. You're stuck in the wrong body. It's a medical thing. So we're we can't we're not gonna punish you for that. We will, the government, I don't say we like, I'm not, yeah, afraid, but, yeah, yeah. but the government will actually pay for you to have sex, a sex change. 
to become to become like you're you're a man and you say I'm gay. It's like no, no, you're just a woman. We'll make you a woman. They really? don't they'll acknowledge pay. homophobia as being legitimate, but and transgenderism they'll, they'll, they'll is. They'll subsidize the full cost of transition. Yeah, and they'll make you a woman. But if you're like, no, I don't want that, and I'm just gonna continue being gay, you get killed. They'll fucking hang you, bro. From <laughs> like, a crane, yeah. So literally. A, from a crane, yeah. And the mullahs even say like, no, 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 homophobia is a, it's a, an awful sin, and transgenderism is just basic science. Yeah, it's very weird. It's, it's literally very, it's the like opposite kind of thing of like what the West is going through. Of like, well, the homophobia is definitely more backed by like science and natural kind of thing, oh. as opposed to transphobia. So there's very, a lot of like, trans. There's a huge trans population in Iran. Trans surgery, there's, and also yeah. like you brought up VPNs. Are or, they the earlier? best at trans surgery? Yeah, trans Do they have surgery. The best I know Tehran is the privacy. nose surgery of the uh, capital of the world. Plastic surgery. Really? In I, thought, general. I would have assumed yeah. it was they Jerusalem. Love, they love Ayo. plastic surgery. <laughs> you hear what I said? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was okay, right? No, it's, it's, it's got legs. We're too far. <laughs> no, but Jews might have big noses, but they can also be that. proud of their own. Iranians are very superficial, so we'll like change. Yeah, bro, ones. white BMW, man. <laughs> hey, just want to make it look nice. <laughs> South Park. Yeah, what a weird lie. Nima told me he can't go back because uh, th there is mandatory military service. He can go back. I can go back too. It's. After you can be there for six months, and then after six months, they like, okay, you in come the on, boot camp, let's go. Yeah, but six months, you don't want to be there for more than six months, bro. Yeah, why would you want to be there? Be there for, uh, you're be there max a month, and that's pushing it. Yeah, yeah anytime you <laughs> plus, if you really wanted to, let's say you like got some crazy good job somehow or whatever, you want to be there for a year. Uh, six at the end of six months, you can go to Dubai for like half a day and come back, and that it resets. That's so what's nice about that part of the world back. right there, the Middle East, is v vacationing becomes so you're so much more centralized to vacation. Because like uh, I know people who work in Dubai and they vacation in South Africa. They've got uh, the Europe right there. Yeah, they got access to Asia right there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every it's so it's so much better than being in Ontario from like a global. Perspective. Oh, yeah. Well, Canadians, we, have, we get fucked with here we our have Canada and North flights. America. Our flights yeah. are so expensive. And then we got to go crazy ocean travel. That, yeah. Yeah, I know. Asia's right there, man. So you said you didn't go to Russia, but do you like. I do, would. I want to. Yeah. You have that one safari hat. I honestly just assumed you spend like half your life at hostels. <laughs> you have that type of hat, you know? I wish. I've been to Egypt. Um, I've been to Turkey, a little bit around Europe. People, America, a lot of people keep telling America. me to go to Istanbul. A lot of people. I want to go to Istanbul. Oh, so you didn't? Yeah. You just went to like? Uh, I went to Turkey, but I was like, I was like five. Uh, I don't okay. really remember. Well, much, let's talk but... about countries that you actually okay, went Egypt. to. Like you Egypt got a ticket for? Dope. I was in Egypt for a month, man. Alone? It was uh, no with my mom. Hell yeah! Okay, it was okay. cool, man. It yeah, I, really... I I went when I was like that fifteen year old trip. Yeah. Uh, we went right after for two weeks. Wow. Pyramids, the whole thing. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, I did all of it. You go up and down the Nile. Luxor, Aswan, Horgada. Do you go to the pyramids Alexandra. and all that stuff? Of course, of course, you have to. How like claustrophobic did you get going in that tunnel, huh? It was fucked. I was like, oh, was, this is I'm not comfortable. Scary. But when you get in, you're like, cool. Yeah, the whole time I could just you could like feel the energy off it. Right. It's when you're so in ancient. that middle part, it literally just does feel ancient as fuck, huh? You're like, yeah. Jesus, this is old, man. They told me some crazy shit. My tour guys told me that once a year. This like group comes in from the West. Like he just said, like um, um, like he didn't say American, but he's like Westerners, the, like white people come in and they rent it the whole thing out. They rent the whole Giza compound, like three pyramids out, 
and they have their own guards, they have their own armed security, and they do like some sort of ritual in there. What are you serious? That's what my tour guy told me. I don't know if it's once a or year. What. Once a year, they, they have come, their own guards. That's for rent. Own... The pyramids are I for mean, rent. I don't think officially it's for rent, but I mean, if you're this like cr- like if you have a, a God knows how much it costs, I'm sure there's a price that the military dictatorship will give you. Dude, imagine balling so hard you, you like rent the you, pyramids. You not only then? rent the pyramids, you Ooh. you set up like a dance floor and bars <laughs> in the sand, like all like temporary platforms and like just a one week crazy party. Who knows, man. You could, if you could do a zipline thing, the way I would, okay, the way they should have it set up for the pyramids, <laughs> zip line. right? You Dude, could, they're sacrificing goats or some shit in there. You, put, like, you sit on like a skateboard and you hold a thing and you just go down quick, whoosh, right? Oh my God. Because man, it's like a long walk and you're bent over. No, but I'm saying you have like a retaining thing mm. at the end that slows you so down. Can, yeah, you put in this off. makeshift hardware so you can wow. quickly get in and it's like the... Uh, let's say it's the house music room. It's the middle of the Great Pyramid. My uh, my buddy. And then the whole thing would just be expensive. <laughs> my buddy was in Egypt the whole the same time as me with his family, so we ran into each other. And I and he he's white, but he's like he's half Egyptian. Uh, and so his his uncle showed us like the third the smallest pyramid. Like I, I don't know what each one's called, but there's three. Or yeah, like, nobody knows what the the, third the one's smallest called. one. Um, we went like a like around like past the tourist section, and he just like knew where there's like a hole, and there's like a another he's the entrance. Egyptian uh, tour guide, so, right? Well, no, he's not a tour. He he wasn't a tour guide. Oh, this is the just some. He was just boy. a local. Yeah, oh. he was my buddy's uncle. Okay, who's just like we did the tour and stuff. Yeah. But then like two days later, he's like, "Come with me." Hey. I got a spot. And he just showed us like another like entrance, and we like went down a little bit. That's hilarious. Like another peri- You're like, does science know about this? Like we snuck, we like snuck, <laughs> we like snuck into some part of it. Just like, hey, okay. He's like, mind the trap door. That thing, it just, it's <laughs> this crazy humming happens and this illumination. It's just, it's crazy. It's wild, dude. Egypt I remember, cool, man. Man, when you when you look up at the pyramids and you really get a sense of the size of each one of those rocks. Yeah. It, Man, it just like it, you're like, what the I think, fuck? There's so much we don't know. I you think know, each square it was about two of me in height, and it goes all the way up. It's like I don't, I, I don't remember it, it being that big, but still, like a Dodge Caravan, each one. The it's pictures shocked, don't do it dude, justice. justice. Not at all. Like, you just, actually are there. You're like, oh my god. And dude, till this day, like uh, they don't really know. I know, how they yeah, do. I know Graham Hancock so, and, and a lot of other scientists. They did like they did very basic mathematics. Uh, suggesting like the rock came from like a, a bed of rock that's only 500 kilometers away. Yeah, you go to the quarry. They show you the quarry. What the 500 kilometers? I said though. Uh, I don't. We went to some quarry where they said that like, these are. Where this the is where the limestone came from. Oh, the limestone. Like but okay. like the rocks, they trace back uh, the bulk of whatever the actual rock is. From yeah. what I remember, yeah. they trace it back to being super far away. Huh. And then they're doing the math of the the angle of ramp required. Yeah. Assuming like a grade of like ten degrees to roll each one up. Yeah. And you would need a ridiculous amount of kilometers in length. Wow. To get it to that height. It's just like we're missing something fundamentally. Like from an engineering perspective, there's things missing. What do you think about this? Do you think this is propaganda? So when I was there, they told me they're like, Okay, there's the myth of like 
like okay so like not the myth like there were slaves in Egypt the yeah. Jews were slaves okay that's no I'm not contesting that's that known. right now whether it was like harsh slavery like American style slavery or like how Roman Greeks had like slaves Have you seen the pyramids bro it was hard slavery come on well that's the thing the Egyptians say that they had slaves but it, they didn't use the slaves to build it they said it was all like master craftsmen and it wasn't like sheer population that like they just you know used like a million people so that it. even so it was a small number of like very not that small like probably like a hundred thousand people because it took like 30 years of craftsmen it took but 30 yeah it See, took like insane amount of time of course yeah. it did yeah. each one individually but even like, i'm saying even doing that math now the number of years is like it doesn't make sense like we're literally missing something Plus, you they know? say um, they point like with like mathematic uh, accuracy. Accuracy. They point completely, hundred percent straight line up to Sirius A, B, and C. Exactly. They have like there's which a which is deep, like so hard to figure out deep how. knowledge of astronomy. Yeah, That's and cool like level fuck, of eh? control in that. It wasn't like just haphazardly built by like a million slaves. It's right. Like, it's, exactly. But it's just, it makes you wonder, man. You see it, and you're like, fuck, there's so much we don't know. Like, there's so much lost. Do you know Graham Hancock? Uh, it's been pretty much proven now. I've seen him on Joe Rogan. Yeah. He's been on Rogan, and uh, he's got a bunch of books. He's like, they call him like a pseudoscientist or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty much proven now that 12,000 years ago, the Earth was hit by a comet. The crater is under Iceland or Greenland, I forget. Mm -hmm. And there was massive flooding now, and pretty much a lot of humanity reset at that wow. point reset you know like a huge amount of people died i don't uh, think that's pseudoscience at all no 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 uh, that's he's called no, no no what i'm saying is all factual yeah yeah, yeah that's all factual that's right. all proven now i'm talking about he is called they refer to scientists refer to him as a pseudoscientist why like what's their to dismiss him to dismiss him With because just that because, theory he, or some other because he challenges a lot of the norms of uh uh, I don't know if it's not paleontology. What's the anthropology? Anthropology. He he challenges a lot of the norms that like uh, the masses of the scientific community accept. Well, so he, they're like, he uh, saying, he's like he's he's an author. Sphinx is like way older than they say. Yeah, that is, would. But, but the, they say that the weathering outside the Sphinx is indicative of way older than they than they just assumed it was the same uh, age as the pyramids. Yo, so. I, I didn't grow up in Islam, like uh, in like, Islam <laughs> under the Ummah, right? But, under uh, the Ummah. But uh, so I don't really know too much, and no one in my family's ever really told me stuff. But like, I just recently learned um, that whole like Kiba or whatever, like that square Kaaba, in Mecca. Yeah, in, that's uh, I thought that was a Muslim thing. It's pre-Islamic. Is it pre-Islamic? Yeah, it's pre-Islamic. Uh, yeah, that yeah. Square. It was like built by some pagans or whatever. Okay. Whatever, that, well, so that's like the big. So who the fuck built that shit? It sounds like Patrick's got an answer on this. So like the Jews are the only ones who really come from that type of area and believe in that kind of stuff. Like everybody but them were pagans. Right. And so like who Muslims came from were a completely. Jews. Yeah. Well, I'm not really. No? It's a completely different group of people. Like they are ethnically distinct. They come from further east than the Jews, and to closer towards China and more like that. And they're more in common with like Indian stuff like that. Who Arabs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, they like have that. a co totally they're definitely not Persian. I'll tell you that distinct kind of paganism. Exactly. There's tons of different, obviously, like 
ethnic divisions and stuff like that. But even Persians are, again, a, a supposedly from another kind of pagan. Like, saying, like a Babylonian. Though, well, uh, Persians are Zoroastrian. Yeah. yeah. So they what all. The f- Zoroastrian? What the fuck does yeah. that mean? It's it's the pre it's the first monotheistic religion in the world. Zorath- Zoroastrian. Yeah. That's like Zoroastrian the most is sick a, name. Well, that's the that's the that English, like that's the anglicized <laughs> uh, name, but uh Zaratusht, I think is Zoroastrian. But all the things from like um uh, pre-Judaism, Judaism, like Christianity and Muslim like all Catholicism all that shit is paganism. It's ten percent right. Judaism, but we're saying ninety percent paganism. The Bible was before. You're saying it was built before. Not built. Not built. It, yeah, it's isn't all, that what you said? Yeah, because it, it was I someone know, else's idol first. I know a parable. First. I know a yeah. parable. Yes, it like was someone ca- else. The Kaaba was there, and then Muslims started existing. No, I think Muslims the, didn't n- build that. Yeah, they did. No, it's they, not they built. Saw, they don't even claim to. It, it's a rock. It's a naturally occurring stone that was there first. No, okay, okay. Wait, you're ta- no, no, no. We're talking about the. The Kaaba is the black square. It's yeah. all of it. We're not talking about the rock, that one corner rock that's in it. Oh, okay. The whole thing is a construction. Oh, bro. yeah, exactly. Dude, that didn't just. That's like saying this building was just made. No, like oh, it was so built. I know, but like it the was pyramid built by was Muslims. Built. Yeah, there's a parable of it. Muslims built the Kaaba, but they there's like the an Ka- old rock that like Muslims try to touch in yes. like in Hajj. Okay. I don't. I don't it's know. It's a if meteorite. That was there. The, yeah, the meteorite. I don't know if that was there first. They built it around it. I don't know. No, what's the meteorite. Good, the meteorite was there first. And it was an idol of the uh, original religion. Okay, yeah. There. So they built it because it used to be part of the paganism or whatever. And that original so religion gets attacked by Jews. Uh-huh. Forces them further east. They eventually come back as Muslims. Yeah. There's something about there's. It's you get like uh, it's really good, good deeds uh, to touch it. Okay. So in the Kaaba, they have to walk around many walking, times. You yeah. see the Muslims walking, and like they're all trying to rush it. Like people almost die right in that section. Yeah, they're all trying to trample it, and like not almost. Uh, a few years ago, a bunch of people died. Yeah, there's been stampedes, stampedes there before. And shit. Iran got pissed because like 300 Iranians. died. I was just gonna say, I'm pretty Iran sure was like, it was almost fuck? all Iranians. But the reason, who got yeah, the reason though, I think you're guaranteed heaven is if you die during Hajj. Uh, that the idea is that so you're we're get, trying to so die. no one is fighting it that hard. That like crane ah. fell and it. 300 good Muslims to heaven. <laughs> you know what I mean? That doesn't sound bad. Are you ever right? going to do pilgrimage? Hajj? I mean, I, I may do it just to be like, just to do it, right? I'll but do it. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah I mean, I'll it's, it. I, I think care. it's a crazy experience to just see that many millions Hell of people yeah. c- combined under like the unity of one thing like that. I'm not religious, but technically I'm born I'll under probably it, stay so why at not? the perimeter and just like keep, but I'm there more to observe and like feel the energy and stuff. Yeah, is like, it? It's also just the lot. Pretty sure it is the largest single gathering of people anywhere in the world yeah, as well. Oh, so that yeah. by Hell itself yeah. is yeah. just like there's eight and a half million people in one spot wow. doing the same thing. Exactly. I would like. That's I'd love sick. to see that. I'll go do that. I don't care what. But you know, I don't think Does of that it as being like. Put you on a like, list. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Are you going to do Hajj? No, oh, it's. That's interesting, yeah. Just, yeah. We're gonna put you here. Now you're gonna have issues going to fucking Manitoba. <laughs> you know? Oh my god. No, it's just like it's a whole business, dude. Like every time I'm every time I go through the mosque, I'll see little pamphlets for like Hajj tourism. I was gonna say uh, part of the tourism is you go to to mosque. No, I mean I haven't gone to a mosque uh, recently, but I grew up in the mosque pretty much. I was there like all the time. Saturday school, I was there for like wow. uh, I was there every Friday prayer. I was there, Tarawih, which is the prayers during Ramadan, mm. that 30 nights, there's a mm. prayer every night. They try to get through the whole Quran 
in that third days of Ramadan. Oh, Jesus. So it's hard standing up and praying. Oh, I did those, many of those for years and years. So I've been in the mosque a million times. Hmm. But you see pamphlets all over, like selling a, a hajj getaway. Uncle and it's Abdul's yeah. hajj pilgrimage. It's so or... expensive. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. You know what the move is for Sudanese people? You go to Sudan and then you book hajj from Sudan. Oh, and it's cheaper. Because it's priced and, for the Sudanese yeah. population. One yeah, of the yeah, big yeah. scams is, is ripping off Indonesian Muslims traveling for Hajj because they obviously have They're to killing go, it or what? go the far. That's like the biggest concentration of Muslims outside the Middle East. Yeah. So it's a huge industry yeah, trying a, to get them I over I think it's there. the largest population of Muslims. It's, not, it's 90 no? million uh, Muslims wow. in Indonesia. Have you ever been to Dearborn, Michigan? Oh, exactly. No, yeah. <laughs> That's the third. <laughs> they have just less than that at 78 million. <laughs> <laughs> no. But even Dearborn, Michigan is right outside uh, Detroit. It's like part of Detroit, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the most it's uh, the populous Muslim Arab community in North America. America. One, yeah. one of my uh, documentary uh, teachers hookah, at man. Seneca did a documentary on Dearborn, uh, Michigan being the big Muslim population, as well as like uh, there's a place in BC that's the biggest Hindu population. Oh, they got a temple. Well, I mean, they got a few temples, but there's Dude, a big one out there. I was listening to Maz Jabrani on a podcast talking mm -hmm. about when they were first doing the Axes of Evil tour mm -hmm. with him, like Ahmed Ahmed, Aaron Cater, all these people. And he was talking, he was saying that they were finding markets of affluent like Arabs and Persians and stuff. And he said that they were too... They were too open-minded for like Detroit. Not open-minded, but they were too much for Dearborn. Like the Dearborn audience wanted comedy in like Arabic, and like wow. you know what I mean. They wanted comedy actually in Arabic. Like, and these guys are coming around talking about like they think of us as like terrorists, but like joke, joke, joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was. They weren't selling any tickets in Dearborn. It'd be funny if the most like, populous. Like, yeah, Arab they community. think we all want Sharia law or some shit, and someone's like, "Yes, we yeah, do." Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Dearborn yeah, is a lot. Of, okay, it's a lot of Sharia uh, Iraqis there. I think. Wow. Dearborn and Kurds. There's a lot of Kurds mm. there, and it's a huge population. All the signs are in Arabic and shit, man. Damn. Yeah, all dude. It's the all the street. That must up, scare the fuck out of the white hicks. Uh, it's it's been the case for decades. It's been the case for decades. Yeah, buddy, we own the bank. What do you want? There's not that many white. There's not that many hicks in that area. But there's in some Michigan white trash. In general, right? There's white trash. Okay, the hicks okay. are more like selfish. Okay, okay. But the white trash, they're living, you know, pretty much together with poor white, poor black. We're right there together. Right. You know. Right. Do you, do you never checked into like Detroit area? Uh, no, no. Do you ever go to the states? I go to states. Yeah, I went um, this summer. I mean, I go almost every summer to Ohio because I have a lot of family in Ohio. The fucking worst. Um, <laughs> and yo, this summer actually we Cleveland's went, like meh. Yeah, they're in a suburb of Cleveland. Um, but it's, I mean, it's nice. It's like a gated community and shit. It's like super nice. Jesus, bro, you just out of touch when you go there. I know. You're like, Cleveland's not bad at all. Yeah, it was, caviar. It was I like nuts. Cleveland. It was nuts. But uh, we drove. So my my uncle he bought like another piece of land. He bought a piece of land just because like he grew up in a farm, and he he can't have a farm. He can't. He's not that rich. But he bought a small piece of land and just kind of made it into like a little hobby farm. He's got a beehive and he's got some whatever some rows of veggies and shit okay. so this year he's like i want to get some goats because i had goats growing up and not to eat even just like as pets right so we go in ohio in ohio okay so we drove five hours from cleveland 
to the middle of fucking I don't know where Ohio. That's where the hicks are. <laughs> oh man, we straight up where yeah. we went. It was all make America great again, oh, like sure. Trump land. For and sure, we went man. to uh, we went to an agricultural land auction. of voters. That's where you went to, where people vote. <laughs> yeah, we went to an auction to yeah. buy these goats. Wow, it was crazy, and it was really fucked because it was an old building. And at a certain point, like my cousins got pissed that I said this because they're like, "Dude, don't say that kind of shit here." But I was like, "We're in this auction," and they're like, "It's Friday night, dude. Friday night, nine o'clock is when like the main animals start." It's nighttime. It's packed. Nine o'clock on Friday night. These people are woo waiting for these cows. Is it like bleachers? How are you sitting? It's a big like barnyard thing, but yeah, it's like packed to the brim. There's like three, four hundred people, and then a lot more people outside. Three, four hundred people inside. Is it all livestock? <laughs> it's all it's all livestock. Yeah, yeah. It's like like cows and whatever. That night was like the exotic, or that hour was like the exotic stuff. So that's how we got the goats. But what I said to my cousin is at a certain point, I was like, I was like, yo, I bet you at one point they used to sell people in this exact same building. <laughs> he was like, Shh. That's pretty accurate. We Don't were say so it. the only non-white people around. People were looking, too. People were like, they're friendly. Like, they'll smile at you. But they're like, they're very curious about, like, what are you doing here? You know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, uh, y- y'all looking for anything? Like, I that totally kind of shit. totally get that, dude. Yeah. One oh, time I God. went to, um, I used to work in Tennessee. Mm. And uh, for a little bit, I dated the office receptionist. Okay, nice. And uh, she, one time we went to a, like, barn, nightclub barn thing. with Like, outside of Nashville. Like, this was, like, A barn stomper or some shit. Yeah, it was. Barn dance. Barn dance. It wasn't even, dude, it was. Like, is it a real barn or is it, like, a prefab, like, we made a barn? Here's the thing. It's, I'm with her. And her friends and all their boyfriends, and I'm the only black person. And before we go in, all her friends were, were like, yo, no matter what, no one's fucking with you tonight. I got your vibe. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like I didn't say anything. Like, what, like, what are you walking what? me into? Yeah, exactly. They're like, we're a team tonight, no matter what. I'm like, what the fuck is about to happen, right? And then we walk in, and it's just top 40 hip-hop and just in a barn exactly black and white people together i'm like i'm like who the fuck is this group of people i'm with <laughs> like oh so it, it was, was chill. totally it, it was, was totally chill, chill as fuck i was with the most racist people i think oh they're like nobody's fucking with us tonight don't yeah. worry i got your back no matter what i'm like wow. i thought it was supposed to i thought it was going to be cowboy hats galore when we walked in yeah none of that it dude. was just top 40 it was regular as fuck it was just two chains and like a white girl grind up on a black guy. I'm like, this is just like Toronto. That's the internet, man. <laughs> right? Let's see, we all watch the same shit on Netflix. Like, what, is there even that much of a divide anymore? You know, there is. I mean, there's racial divide, but like, if if they're cool people and they're smart they people, make, they uh, watch the same shit. Uh, they like rap. The internet makes things seem way worse. I realized when I I went to Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. in Toronto. Nice. Came best live comedy wow. I've seen. Of course. Ever. ever the highest level. Tony Woods, Kevin Brennan f- featuring from for It was an amazing show. Wow. Standing ovation on the way in and out. Of course. Okay. Uh, but we're in line, dude. Around the block, sold out show. Not a single protester. I know. Not a single protest. I thought that. Look, I'm man, like, I'm a real protester. When shit happens, it, I actually the go internet for protests. Not things. this internet protest shit. Nobody's actually mad. Nobody's mad enough to be showing up. Maybe in the States, but like, we think. Based on like what we hear uh, in the media, that know, people buns. are so outraged. Yeah, but there's no nobody, nobody's actually out there. It's just a sold out show. People love him and no hate. You're like, 
I was telling people on my work today that like, yeah, Lucy K's in town. They didn't know. They're like, oh, it was like it's like girls, like hot girls. They're like, oh, really? Oh my god, he's so funny. It's so sad what happened because, to him. Yeah, like they're literally like, oh my god, Louis. Oh, I love him. He's so easy. They're just following the frenzy because he's in headlines and shit like that. Louis in Toronto now. Magazine has a thing about him. They all have a thing about him. But that's what I'm saying. Know? You talk to cool people who aren't into this like vibe and aren't like so connected in the industry. They're like, oh my god, Louis C.K. I wish I had tickets. Best. Like they love him still. It's Best. people who are like, oh, I have a, you know, I'm in the comedy circuit and I'm a so and so type of comedian and pushing an agenda. Those are the ones who are like, oh my god, Louis, ew, gross. He does this amazing bit the way he pretty much goes through the evolution of the word retard and how it was just like a totally socially acceptable word. Yeah. And then slowly but surely people kept using it as, ah, you fucking retard, like that. And it kind of got associated. It had a stigma that it was kind of a transforming into an insult. Mm -hmm. And like now it's just like, it's like <gasps> people like, you know what I mean? They'll just like turn and glare at you at the, at the sound of hearing it. You know what I mean? Like it'll just... It's a no-no. It's a big no-no now, the word retard. And yeah. this bit breaks it down. It was fucking incredible, man. Like, at the beginning, everyone's like, eh. And then, like, five minutes of it, he was just murdering at them. Literally the highest level. So, I think our inspiring culture's going to shit, Inspiring fucking shit, dude. People are so soft right now. It's yeah. crazy. Fuck it, dude. Just keep watching amazing comedians. Yeah. And just keep making better comedy. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And, bro. Totally. Uh, I'm going to wrap this thing up. I, You know, I got to run, but... Uh, Go ahead and plug all your shit, my friend. This is your time. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you can check me out on White Man's Burden, the podcast I do with Amish Patel, where we try to decolonize the mind. Uh, we're actually starting a new season decolonize this the Tuesday. Mind. So new episodes coming up. You can watch all our old episodes online. I do a show every Tuesday at Pray Tell. It's called What's So Funny. Some of the best comedians in the entire country, really, but at least in Toronto. Abbas Wahab's going to be there on the 22nd, I believe. We'll confirm that, but yeah, I think so. 22nd, I made 22nd. a note of it. I'll made be there. Made a note of it. Come on by. I'll be there. And uh, just, uh, you'll find me around uh, shows in Toronto. Oh, uh, February 24th, I'm going to be in Montreal, if any of our Montreal friends are listening. I'm going to be at the world's smallest open mic. Yeah, at February 24th, if you happen to I'm remember stoked. it or be listening, then I I love how you have a, <laughs> a date a, five months in advance. for. Is it actually an open mic? It's kind of like I'm I'm like the feature or whatever, but it's it's a sick show. It's Okay. I don't know if you were around when I used to do Skin of My Nuts, which was like the show I started. I no. started a show like two weeks into starting comedy. No, 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 idea no. I, was I wasn't doing. around for that, no. But it just became legendary. It was this tiny little space, but it was whatever. This show is like that oh. in Montreal. Is it packed? Which it's packed. Okay. It's, it's always just like Are you talking about Art Loft or what? Uh, I'm going to do Art Loft too, and okay. I'll probably do Reese Turner's secret show you as well. You know that little uh, circuit of Montreal shows? Yeah. You know, it's nice. We'll get, some, we'll get some uh, Schwartz. There's know. a nice two-way road of like Montreal and Toronto comedians. We both dip into each other's little yeah. scenes, and like our hands are in each other's pockets, and it's kind of nice. I'd live I actually there like it. Yeah, not in the winter. Fuck that shit. No? Bitter cold, dude. I don't like that. But anyways... Uh, if you listen on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a five-star review. That shit helps big time. And remember, uh, all the full videos of these episodes come out on uh, YouTube for whatever episode comes out that week. The following Friday, the full episode will come out. Everything's on there, and I've got, like, uh, shorter clips on the YouTube. 
check it out. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Thanks so much for listening, and tell your friends about the immigrant section. See you soon. Peace. Later.